welcome. I'm Metal. And I'm Scott. And you're listening to PodcastMan.exe, a podcast detailing our journey through the Mega Man Battle Network anime. Podcast Man, jack in, power up! Alright, so this time we're discussing episodes 6 and 7. Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, also very uh, normal episodes. Not so many new characters this time around. Um, but we do get one uh, another set of NetOp and NetNavi for episode six. We sure do. We have a uh, Mr. Slappy Hands himself. We do have the, we the Eternal Cutie, oh, the one who's right. done nothing <laughs> wrong. You said Slappy Hands, and my first thought was like Wacko Man. Like, yeah, he comes back too. <laughs> no man, Slappy Hands, a little ice man. Yeah. He's a, his hands are only especially slappy and fully charged. I know, but I can't unsee them now because this one also has mittens. They both have mittens. They do both have mittens, and they're very good. Um, but we're not. We're we'll talk more about Iceman when we actually get introduced to him in the show. First, we meet his netop Tori, who is a little lad, and we are introduced to him. Uh, Pretty much when he's already very clearly in some kind of trouble because he just runs past Lan in an obvious distressed hurry. He sure does, and he drops a plot important key card. He does. He drops it, and Lan's like, "Hey, you dropped this," and then but he doesn't listen. So it's just so it's just like, oh, well, guess it's mine now, which is fair. York, and then Toru just. Goes off and gets kidnapped by Maddie. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah, oh, so, um, right. So his name is originally Toru, um, Tori in the dub. And so, like, does he get his, his encounter with Maddie in the sub as set up as, like, an a, initial kidnapping? Nah, because nah. He, he just gets right into her car and then they drive off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because. He gets into a car, into the car with Maddie, and like you already know, this kid is being up to some crimes. But you also know that it's because his dad is being held hostage. Yep, and that's uh, why I call it a kidnapping. Because I mean, it's not like he's really going with her of his own will. Right, right, fair enough. But yeah, uh, Maddie is also back, and she's still fun as ever. She and is. Yeah, very quickly. We love to see a girl boss win. We do, except she doesn't win, ever. Look, every time she's on screen, she's winning. <laughs> yeah, so this episode very quickly gets to the conflict. Uh, Tori's dad has been captured by World 3 and is being held hostage. And the only way Tori can save him is by doing what World 3 says, and that is freezing the waterworks plant that his dad works for in order to freeze the the city's water supply. Yep. Mind you, it's not being frozen in real life, it's being frozen on the internet, but that still shuts off water for the entire town, except, of course, for the Ayano Koji residents, because we just gotta eat the rich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, now, I, I mentioned, to be fair, this, this problem... This wasn't quite as dumb as, say, like, the oven episode, where we are hacking into individual oven networks and making them go haywire. Like, the idea of hacking into a waterworks network and having it fuck up the entire plant, like, that at least makes some sense. Yeah, yeah, it's internally consistent. It's also consistent with the real world, because if you could hack into a water plant's network like that, you would be able to stop distribution of water to the entire place and they get into more details of water systems later in the episode that are also accurate it's just i think it's funny that he just froze the water on the internet yeah yeah no it, it is very good um but yeah so while the city is having obvious issues like with people getting access to their water yai invites the kids over and is like oh yeah we have stock stockpiled all kinds of like uh, water supply, yada yada yada. And it's just like, yeah, you're hoarding water, eat the fucking rich. Just do it. Just just eat them. 
yeah like they're swimming in the pool and like all that shit and it's like yeah like why no oh right not only does she like have just like have all this like excess water uh kept to themselves there's also a point when they're like okay yeah but what about everyone else how are they gonna get water and it's like well i guess we'll have to like look into the waterworks network uh, but and Melu, I think it was like, okay, but how are we gonna get into that? And Yai just like has something to allow Glide to hack into the fucking network. And it's just like, why do you have that? Well, how are you? Why are you able to do that? Continue eating the rich. Uh, technically, in the original, she says that he has level seven security clearance, so he j- can just go in. Okay, but why? Why does this child? Rich. Yeah, and it, it, it's still just she's rich. Eat her. We have Glide go into the waterworks, and he very quickly gets got. In fact, he gets frozen, and I forget how he's able to do it. But Land just sends Mega Man in, or was it after Glide got frozen? Do they like? Is this when they actually go into? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, okay, right, yeah, so okay, so Glide gets frozen, and then they're like, okay, well, now we have to actually go to the waterworks and, like, manually jack in to, like, go in and help them, and this is when we get introduced to Yai's theme of, like, batshit, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, batshit, like, emergency response systems, I guess. I'm sorry, but we kind of got introduced to that in her first episode where her entire garden came alive and attacked people. Okay, okay. That was like that that yeah, okay, that's a it was a batshit security system. But in this episode, we get into like she has all the kids like sit down on the couch in her treehouse. Yeah, that's and... the battle super tube thing. Yeah, but yeah, okay. So yeah, but then it tur- so it turns into a tube. And, like, but this time it, like, drops them into this, you know, fancy car and with yeah, a driver and she tells them. And then they go. Okay, I don't know. I thought the the whole couch shoot system was a bit of a, that was an ex- escalation, IMO. No, I think it's, I think it's completely on par with statues coming alive. I guess, fair enough. We do also get CGI AI for a second. Oh, I loved it. I loved CGI AI. <laughs> so yeah, so it's they're cute. en route to the Warworks so they can go and rescue Glide. Meanwhile, um, Wiley is gloating in his evil headquarters mm. about how, like, oh, you take away people's water and it's like uh, crazy chaos. And it's like, yeah, you know what? This is a this is a good idea for a crime you have committed. Cause yeah, if you take away people's water supply, there's gonna be fucking problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, the man's not wrong. For once, he has done a proper terrorism. Yeah, no, this is a, some really solid terrorism, Doctor Wiley. But he also says the foolish humans will know our greatness. Like, bro, are you not human? Yeah, yeah, that was another thing I said. It's like, okay, so you've, like, cut off the city's water supply. What about you guys? You also drink water, and I don't think any of you are rich enough to just, like, have a hoarded supply of... I mean, you know what? I guess they're under a fucking waterfall. So, like, if that's fresh... So, like, I guess if that's fresh water, then yeah, they're fucking set. So, okay, I guess that shows me. (laughs) He thought ahead of you, man. He of this. <laughs> also, if he cuts off the electricity, he can use the water power on a small generator to get electricity. He's set. Yeah, I guess he really did think this evil headquarters location through. So, you know. I mean, that's what he can say for other Wileys. Yeah. <laughs> After Wiley's whole little evil monologue, we go straight to the kids, like, just showing up at the waterworks plant and, like, immediately just, like, going down into it and not being stopped by any workers or any security until... Until... Until we find the cutest centaur in the world. Yeah, this really neat-looking 
uh, centaur-ass security robot. Part Rob the Robot, part centaur. We love uh-huh. it. Yeah, part it's, it's pretty fun. from uh, Wally. <laughs> right. Yeah, and so the and kid so actually... Dex immediately attacks it and invokes its ire as it should be. Oh, right, because, yeah, like, it chases them around, and then, like, Dex, like, jumps onto it. And then they have, and they have the shot of uh, him, like, noticing the, like, I guess the Ethernet port, or, or, like, not the door to access the Ethernet port right on the back of it. And I got flashbacks to that one scene in Power Rangers, the movie, where... With, where they're fighting the bone creature and Tommy sees like the the thing on its neck that holds it together. Anyway. Oh, okay. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that's all I want <laughs> I just say a note of that because yeah. And <laughs> No, that's, a, that's good. That's good. Yeah, so I guess like uh so I'm just a little Dex- angry at Dex for like immediately attacking everything. Yeah, you know, like he 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 grappled with that robot and then found its weakness he didn't and then too it was asleep. I thought Oh, that's right. It was it was sleeping and then like he like yeah, he there you're right. In the head. He, he did bonk in the head and that's what pissed it off. Okay, you're right. Never mind. Even this thing wasn't going to actually try and stop the kids until Dex angered it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but at least he manages to uh stop it by jacking Gutsman in to shut it down. And that is how Lan is able to find a way to access the Warworks network and plug Mega Man in. And, you know, everything is frozen. And soon Fun. he is too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, he gets, he very quickly gets frozen. It's like, yeah, all right, we already know. Give us Iceman already. And they do. And the thing about Iceman is he looks very small and cute, but in the dub, <laughs> they make yeah, I know. They make him sound like this Danny DeVito-ass gremlin motherfucker, and I don't understand why. <laughs> I know. Okay, he doesn't sound like that in the original Japanese, just yeah. so everyone knows. Yeah, of in the it was so they let him be cute. They let He's just cute. a baby. He's yeah, just a little baby. He's a little baby. But no, man, I, I smoke a pack a day. <laughs> like, that's really not so much of an exaggeration Get right there. Get out of my dumpster, kids. This is I'm my... a trash man. I'm a trash man. What you doing in my waterworks? I'll show you the works. Yeah, it's God. It's it's, it's something. A choice. It is. It is a choice. <laughs> so yeah, um, we meet Iceman, and we find out that like he and Tori have been freezing the Warworks under World Three's command. Yeah, to save his father. And it's just like I guess is like Iceman that powerful that like you that you like you hold the. Father hostage, and then make the son do crimes. Would normally it would be the opposite. Well, yes, because Iceman is actually legitimately extremely powerful. Yeah, I mean, he did he did like freeze this whole thing up. He froze um, this whole thing up. He froze up Glide. He froze up Mega Man, and he, he really gives Wacko Man a run for his money with some impressive attacks. Yeah, Wacko Man is also here since we saw Maddie earlier. Um, there is a point when, uh, Tori and Iceman finally rebel, and Wacko Man is immediately like, oh, well, fuck you guys, we don't need you anymore, and he tries to, like, kill Iceman, delete him, I mean. But, yeah, like, Maggie yeah, orders Ice- him to. Yeah, right, right. But Iceman's but, uh, like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess I gotta bring out the big guns then, yeah! Mm-hmm. He goes for it. His attacks are like amazing until yeah, they, no. yeah, they give Wacko Man a bit of plot armor. And if they hadn't, Iceman would have absolutely deleted him forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
The only uh, thing stopping Iceman from world domination as World 3 would like is the fact that he is an babby. Yeah, he is a babby, he, and he is controlled by a babby. Um, meanwhile, while uh, you know, Iceman, Wackerman, or and Mega Man are dealing with that whole situation, we cut back to the kid. Hmm? I made a very bad pun. Let's go. Okay. Uh, we cut back to the kids, and like they're still, like the rest of them are still dealing with that security bot because Dex was like, "Oh, good, it stopped now," and then he unplugged Gutsman from it, and then it started on its rampage again. And so Lan and all of them have to run away some more from it. And there's one part when Lan is approaching this like pile of metal Bars. rods, like at, like sitting against the wall. And I thought like, oh fuck yeah, he's gonna grab one of those things and just beat the shit out of the security bot. But like, no, he just like knocks the rods over to I guess try and create a barricade. But these are like, these are like yeah, they're like the size of like pipes. Here's These the are whacking pipes. These are not barricade pipes. These are whacking pipes, but what I thought he was going to do was do a little bit of a marbles trick. I thought he was going to roll these clearly tubular pipes on the ground and then make the robot go trip, trip, trip. But like, yeah, we were that, both wrong. We were like both that's wrong. That's his plan here. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but, I, it doesn't happens. work, basically. The, what? Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, as far as I could tell, like, he knocks them over and, like, the, yeah, the robot is momentarily stopped. But, like, once again, uh, Lan, well, this time it's Lan taunts it and makes it mad. And then it's just, like, finds the will to, like, just completely step over these pipes. Listeners, the pipes fall very limply to the floor. They do mm -hmm. not roll everywhere. They mm -hmm. do not trip a robot. Lan no. then whacks his ass as a taunt. He and the robot's that. like, all right, frag this. Yeah, so. So they need to run away from this robot real quick. They reach a door that needs a key card to open. They put their two brain cells together and are like, let's use the key card. We pull out our Metal Gear S key card. Uh, and hide out in this room from the robot and find out that this is the room where Tori's father has been tied up and held hostage. And we find out his name is Dr. Freud. And I'm like, oh no, not him! <laughs> <laughs> to be oh, fair, no. I think it's supposed to be Dr. Froid, as in cold in French. Uh, well, they sure didn't say it. They, they said sure Freud. didn't say it. <laughs> Did, did they did they just say it like how, like how did they say it in the sub? Oh, it's completely different in Japanese. Okay, gotcha. But yeah, so they just call him Doctor Freud. It's, yeah, no. <laughs> and I'd like to call him Doctor Freeman. He's nothing like Doc. He doesn't deserve to be called a Doctor Freeman. This bitch got tied up and like locked in this in his own fucking water plant. Yeah, but he does use a crowbar to break apart metal chains and open giant valves. Yeah. Oh, shit. And he has an Apple Watch. Yeah, okay. I guess. Fine. No, you're right. He's nowhere near good enough to be Gordon. You're right. Yeah. But yeah, um, so they find his, they find Tori's dad and like he explains what happened, yada yada yada, and then um, furthermore, he explains, after getting an update on his Apple Watch, I, I cannot influence, I cannot say this enough, he has an Apple Watch, <laughs> that if we do not stop Iceman soon, then there, there will be a poop flood. Yeah, they don't put it like that, but what, like, what they say is, the bacteria within the water purification systems, like, you know, the good sort of bacteria, like the sort that help us with digestion, are going to die out, and then there will be, yeah, an overgrowth of the bad bacteria. And they, so we get a little water plant lesson on that, but, like, basically, it's a poop flood. <laughs> basically, that's what's going to happen, my dudes. Yeah. Um... 
So they like set off to basically refill the tanks with fresh water. I guess basically undo everything. They just have to undo the freezing by themselves with the crowbar and the chains and the large valves. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. They've got to like break. She's got it all done, and so she says to Wacko Man, "You know, just time to delete Iceman." Bye, Boku. Yes, she does blow a little kiss to him. <laughs> You're gonna die. Bye. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. I just want to go back and stress the fact that in order to undo this damage, we have to get through three valve gates that are chained up and really, really tightly sealed. Yep, yep. It takes one man and two boys to open yes. these things. Yeah. Meanwhile, I think like, oh, yeah, that's right. Melu and Yai split up from them to go find Tori. And, like, they, you know, they find the room he's in, and it's like, Hey, Tori, remember us from school? Um, anyway, we're here to save you and your dad. Because, like, they're like, oh, we're not, like, super well acquainted, but we know you from school. Do you actually know who we are? Anyway, we're, good. yeah, we'll, we'll hear this. And then they do the great physical work of standing and watching a screen behind him. Oops. Yeah. Look, I guess, yeah, they're there for moral support. Like, you wouldn't catch me going to, like, try and crank that valve open, no. Uh, I mean, I would, but... Well, I'm a lady. I don't crank valves. I don't do the physical labor of of rescue work here. They're the mu- I'll have the arm strength to undo that shit. I guess I'm the only one here who can open pickle jars. Yes, oh god. The amount of pickle jars I have I have needed men's assistance to open for me. Except not actually pickle jars, because I don't eat pickles. Uh, neither very... do I, but it's the same thing. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> so, they managed to, like, yeah, they managed to crank open all the valve gates and get the water flowing again. And then once they realize that, uh, Iceman is very quickly, very quickly realizes that he too can fight back and let Mega Man uh, out of his icy tomb. Yeah. To fight Wacko Man. And he does that by firing a piss beam at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sure does. It's just like, yeah, it's just the yellow, yellow, yellow like, water. water spray from his hands. And that frees Mega Man. And it's like, you really could have just, like, done that. You could have gone for pink or green or just snapped him out of it, lobbed an icicle. Yeah, like, if you just, like, release Mega Man, obviously Wacko Man is gonna be taken care of and everything would be fine. You didn't really need to, like, wait until the people did all the work anyway. I don't know, I think that you're not keeping in mind the fact that Wacko Man is the Avatar. What? Okay, so Wacko Man attacks with wind and water and fire. He is the Avatar, he is the master of all elements. I mostly just forgot everything about, like, how Wacko Man was fighting, except for when he made, like, a, a couple of recolors of himself. Alright, but most importantly, we gotta bring up the fact that, uh, Wacko Man got his ball cut in half and then he left, thank goodness. Yeah! The one thing I know is that, like, when Mega Man was fighting against him, there were a bunch of, like, really odd reaction shots from Wacko Man spliced into in between Mega Man's different attacks, like, just shots of him looking, like, intrigued or puzzled or sort of just, like, standing there humming, wondering what Mega Man was going to do this next. And it was kind of just, like, it was very odd to me. I was, I have, I was wondering if, like, shit was edited out in the dub. No, I wanted to ask you if they added in extra dialogue for those moments where he's just doing his weird, wacky reactions, because in the original, he's not saying anything, he's just making noises. No, yeah, no, he's just, like, also mostly just making noises. <laughs> so I guess that they just, they just did that, and no one knows, like, what's supposed to be happening there. Alright, fine, okay. 
Yeah, so, yeah, uh, Wacko Man gets his balls sliced, uh, Iceman thanks Mega Man for his help, while still sounding like a gremlin, and it's just like, it's so frustrating, because he looks, he's so obviously supposed to sound small and cute, like, why can't they just let him be small and cute? They let Hori sound very small and very sweet and very cute. He sounds like a boy. Mm-hmm. He sounds like a little boy. But, like, why can't they just let his net navy sound cute as well? I don't get it. Why can't we have these things in American cartoons? I do not know. Yeah. It is the weirdest direction choice in the entire series, honestly. I also sensed, like, some editing out of things, like, with, like, ad-libbing covered, like, at the end. Because there's, like, the shot where they're kind of just, like, they show, like, sunset in the background, but the kids are, like, talking to each other. And it seems like they're, like, not showing one thing, but trying to squeeze in the kids, like, saying their goodbyes or something. So I wasn't- so that was also odd to me. Odd editing. The editing but... was a bit odd in this episode. Okay, so yeah, I guess it was just, like, all-around weird editing That's just in how... this episode. Oh, it's... we gotta do a question corner. Oh, what? Last time, I said erroneously that Dex did not get hit in the balls during the baseball game, but yes, that is, in fact, the time when he got hit in the balls. Okay, well, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought he got hit in the nuts. But so you know, <laughs> fair enough. I admit my weaknesses. I admit my indiscretions. When did you think he got hit in the nuts this that time? I thought he got hit in the nuts by a fish at the aquarium. Oh, <laughs> fair, but yeah, I guess not. Um. So anyway, uh, Toru and his dad have a reunion. Nobody blames Tori for... Yeah, they they all get together to be like, no, Tori, it's not your fault. And it's very cute, because Tori is a good boy. He's a good boy. And then all the net navvies get together, and they're like, let's all be friends, Iceman. Yeah. And then Iceman's like, yeah, let's be friends. <laughs> yeah, basically. And that is episode six. And for episode seven, um, this is we'll be back after like... our sponsors. Oh wait, <laughs> they're not monetized. <laughs> no, we're getting right down to it. Episode seven. This is sort of just like a second round for another ep- another part of World Three. This time it's Count Zap's turn, which means we get more Catboy.exe. We sure do. But I want to point out at the very start of this episode, mm-hmm. you can tell how good the character designs are based on a very old rule of character design. Each character should be identifiable from their silhouette alone. And mm-hmm. when Count Zap shows up in silhouette alone, thanks to a mm-hmm. thunderstrike, you're like immediately, oh, it's him, it's Count Zap, I yep. know exactly who that is. So like, good character design. Yeah, good character design. I also immediately identified him by his silhouette, and then Alekman by his silhouette, because I mm-hmm. believe he also just shows up at first in silhouette uh, beside his yep. thunderstrike. And it's we get we get a lot more Electman dialogue in this episode, I'm pretty sure, than his very first one. Because we yeah. see a lot of him like being like his like his cocky self that Electman is supposed to be. And it's really fun. Oh, we love him. We love him this episode. He's he's really fun. Yeah, we start out with Count Zap is just going around in into- Stealing the Crown Jewels, nothing big. Yeah, stealing the crown jewels, which, as he says, are only protected by level 7 security. Now, I don't know the metrics of, like, security levels, like, how they're measured in this world, but, like, 7 does not sound like enough for, like, crown jewels within a museum. Well, we know that level 7 is the level of the water treatment plant, so that's, like, government level. Okay, well, fair enough. But yeah, so he's pull- he's pulling off a bunch of heists with, like, 
exceedingly higher security levels. And Lechman is like just glowing about how he's like blowing through all the security navvies. None of you are a real foe to me. Where's the challenge? All of you are nothing but small fry. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's very And fun. then, of course, I was like, oh, let's play rock and roll. God. Actual oh, quote. Of course. No. Fuck. And so he can fly, that... too. Did you know that he can fly? Yeah, there's a part where he just, like, levitates after stealing, like, a mask from a museum. And, like, yep. he's like, oh, I bet you didn't know I could fly, too. And it's like, no, sir, I didn't know that. How did you do that? And it's never explained, I don't think. It's never explained. I guess you oh, could guess that he was being winched up to his dirigible. Mm -hmm. Only the in this area, but, like, also the only dude selling video games, apparently. Because, yeah, it's a gigantic line of people all going to, I think, like, even just to pre-order mm -hmm. a game that is about to be released by, um, what's the name of the company again? Yeah, uh, Gapcom? Oh, that's right, it's Gapcom in the, it's Gapcom in the sub. But yeah, so, yeah, but Mesa shows up, and he's upset that people are standing around waiting for a game that doesn't even exist yet. And he, okay, like, to be fair, they explained to him that it is a virtual reality game, and he's afraid that they're going to get stuck in dot .hack sign or uh, SAO or something. They really play he like wants them to play outside instead so that when the NetOps come around, they can't delete their accounts and kill them in real life because they died in the video game. <laughs> they don't really go into that much of an explanation in the dub. Um, I don't even remember if it was specifically mentioned that it's supposed to be a VR game. They... Like, Lan, when he, like, goes off about it, it kind of sounds more like he's describing a console with, like, all this, like, the powerful specs and rendering power and super good That's graphics. dub exclusive. Yeah. They're talking about the VR AI in the original. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. It's Gordon. But either way... Yeah, but either way... It ends with Mesa going to, like, shove Higsby in the locker, basically. And I'm like, good for mm -hmm. you. Get his ass. Get his ass. Do it. We are with you, Masa. We are with you and your calcium. Mm-hmm. You are trying to save the world. But Miss Mari shows up and is like, oh, you, you, how dare you, Mesa? You shouldn't be beating up this nerd like that if you want the kids to learn from you you have to be a good example and that's when i remember that there's like a whole like little dumb love triangle subplot between mari mesa and higsby but at the same yeah. time who can blame them because miss mari is still very good she is so good. She is absolute girlfriend material. It's no wonder everyone loves her. It's no wonder that these two are fighting over her. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't end up with either of them because, she, you know, yeah. she's too good for that. Yeah, thank God. But the kids, like, meanwhile, are over there, like, pretty much just watching with popcorn. I appreciate that. They're just, like, oh, kind of waiting for Mesa to, like, beat the shit out of Higsby in order to win the affection of Miss Mari. Because, like, same. Yeah. But, you know... But then he says, oh, no, we're out of pre-orders. Uh, get lost. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, yeah, so the kids got so distracted with all these shenanigans that they, like, stepped out of line and more people came in line to take their place. And Miss Mari reminded them that they can't just go and cut in line. So as they're about to go to the back of it, yeah, Higsby puts up a sign that says, oh, sold out. Like, don't no more people can line up to get more. And I was like, damn, this is really just like the the con autograph line experience. <laughs> like, But who do we know who is very, very rich mm -hmm. and runs a game company? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yai shows up and is telling them like, why are you guys like waiting in line? This is my dad's company. He can give you, like, a chance to play the game early. And it's like, yeah, you dinguses, how could you forget that? How could you? How could you forget that you're married 
married. <laughs> no. They're not married. Okay. Why did I think? I was thinking Ms. Mario, okay? Oh, yeah, well, that's really I'm fucking funny. Man. Anyway. How could you forget that you're friends with the richest person in all of Japan? But also the daughter of the designer of the the daughter of the head of the company whose game you are here for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more importantly, then we get to see Dr. Wiley yeah. again. Yes, we have. And I talk about Wiley. Yes, yes. Oh, please. Please talk about Wiley. And pl did you have any, I have to ask, do you, did you have any notes about, like, um, the interior of his lair? Because I feel like we got to see more of that this time. And I was- Only a little bit more. Yeah, but I was like, oh, damn, Wiley, share, I want to see more of your interior design know-how. Uh, we all know it's just skull wallpaper, okay? <laughs> He's a simple man. He needs lots of screens, lots of skull wallpaper, and multiple copies of Gutsman. That's it. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, we get another wily monologue, and he talks with Zap about, like, oh, this is all just testing for the, the thing you're really going to steal, right? And Zap is like, yes, that's right. I, my my ultimate goal is to steal the smiles of children. And I'm like, good god, you fucking edgelord. <laughs> that which World 3 hates most of all, the smiles of children! <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's what Wily hates most of all, my like, dude. Sure, that's some chaos, I guess, but it's like, the, this is just you, Zap. This is just you being this is like just this. You. He is just like that. Yeah. Um. So, gals uh, get it done. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. We get we get more lesbians in this episode because Sal runs into Miu again, at, who gives her basically, um, you know, some fortune reading and advice about like what's going down. And Sal is like, oh, I know Count Zap is behind this, but I don't know what he's planning. And I'm like, I just like, how did you figure that this was Count Zap exactly? Like, obviously this is World 3, but I'm surprised she was able to so easily guess that it was Zap specifically. Metal, I think you're forgetting something, actually. I am? You're forgetting that this is actually really good foreshadowing to a development that happens later in the series. Like, I guess I am forgetting something because I don't even know what you're talking They're about. They're part of a secret club. They're oh, part right, of a right, secret right, crime right, right, fighting organization. Right. Yeah, that that does foreshadow that. And we, I, I feel like it kind of quickly reveals at least like, yeah, it quickly reveals Sal's involvement in stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah. So I think it was actually introduced very well this episode because we start off with you know lesbians being girls who be women. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like. And they're talking actually about tactics, and they're talking about how to go about things, and but they're not directly saying they're part of a secret club. Right, no, no, no. Like, all that, it, I'm just literally confused how specifically she knew that it was Zap behind this. Because he was seen by the police stealing the mask and then flying. Uh, I guess, well, uh, I guess, go, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> of all his crimes... He puts his face on the screens of every screen nearby. That's how they know it's Zap. I guess chalk that up to me forgetting quickly within the space of an episode. It's okay. <laughs> anyway, um, we go back and the kids have gone over to Yai's house and we actually get to meet her father, who says this is the first time Yai has had friends over. Which is because she is disagreeable. In the in the in the dub, he says she's shy. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. No, she's disagreeable. No, like yeah, that's funny that he just says that like straight up in the dub. It's great. Yeah, no, in, yeah, in the or in the sub, I meant anyway. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, in the dub, he's just like, oh, she's shy. And the kids are just like, oh, wow, I wouldn't expect that from Yai. And it's, like, so obviously, like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, because, like, in, in the in the first, it's like, you know, like, she's, she's, she's disagreeable. She's a little bit spicy. She's a little bit hard to get along with. And then she, like, gets mad at her dad for saying that. And that makes sense. Whereas in the dub, uh, 
that anger that crosses her face is like, why would you get angry for your dad saying you're shy? I don't know. I don't even remember getting her angry, honestly. I just remember kind of being surprised that the dad seemed nice enough. He's nice, but he obviously spoils her. He's like, oh, when my little girl asks for something, there's no way that I can deny her. Of course, yeah. I mean, like, obviously, duh. Of course he spoils her and enables her, but like... Right, I forgot he built her an entire treehouse that's also a secret base that's also a battle skipper launching station. But yeah, but he is at least, like, nice to her friends. Yeah, like... He's not a bad rich dude. He seems affable, but I think he's the kind of rich dude who, like, when asked to tip the bellboy, he's like, uh, $2,000? That's, like, 1%? Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, But then, at the same time, he'd be like, okay, so, like, your uh, daily wages are, like, uh, $20? That'll get you through a week? (laughs) Like, this guy does not understand how money flows. Oh, yeah, I'm I know sure. it. I just Oh, know. yeah, and since, like, he, he's the head of a video game company, I bet those employees are put under some crunch. They are crunching until the very last minute. That's why he won't let Yai play with it until midnight. They are still god. finalizing the code. Oh, my god, that you're absolutely right. Because, yeah, um, well... Before we go forward with this, I I just wanted to make a note that I appreciate that they did the little, like, long, rich person's dining table gag where, like, the kids have to shout to him to be heard at one point. It's a good gag. It is a good gag. It's classic. But yeah, um, they ask him, obviously, if they can play the game early, and he's like, no, 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 I, I, I won't let you play the game sooner than it is being released. And, like, it kind of seems like he's, like, saying it, like, oh, no, I'm gonna make you wait for it like everyone else, but, Scob, your theory is brilliant. My theory is that they're still trying to figure out which way they're supposed to spell tether. (laughs) They are finalizing that AI. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're probably right. Um, I also made the- And oh. then my theory goes on that they spelled it the wrong way, and so when Gauss is downloading it and then Sal uh, interrupts uh, it, she fixes the typo and makes the game playable. <laughs> we haven't gotten there yet. Though. Yeah, no, we're not there yet. Because uh, I also had to make a note of the fact that the dad is also drinking strawberry milk. <laughs> yes, he is! But yeah, um... We, but we do very quickly learn that Gauss is... Wait, fuck. No, Zabs! Zab, Gauss sorry, comes Zab, late. You Zab. tripped me up! Gauss is later. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got confused. That Zap's ultimate plan is, yes, to steal the data from this video game, which is just, like, being kept in the company's servers for now. And, like, they say at midnight it'll be set out so i guess it's the it's like a you know it's a some sort it's like a digital release only um that is to be downloaded by those who purchase it and yada yada but yeah it's just being kept within the company's servers and then is just released into the ether when it when the time comes at midnight and it's just like fucking imagine <laughs> imagine like a triple a game being stolen from a studio's servers also furthermore they steal it from the servers not like you download something but that doesn't mean it goes off of the server right exactly no yeah no like zap's whole plan is to like get in to the hack into the servers download the game and then run off with it they're not gonna like yeah like they're a physical thing to be stolen just like all the shit he took from those museums he is stealing all the ones and zeros he is stealing all of the electrons they will not be there after he steals them like imagine like i bet this is how the fight was stolen Are you saying that Zap is the one who stole the original server of food fight Yeah he stole the original um, fucking cut. Though to be fair, 
to be fair, Food Fight was actually stolen. It was, it was on a hard stolen. drive. The hard drive got physically stolen. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because you just hacked into it game. and stole the, the data from the hard drive. And then the movie was just gone. I also had made a note that like, oh, God, this, this is must be how Metroid Prime 4 has been like it's a cover-up man they didn't just ha they didn't start over metroid prime 4 for nothing it was stolen zap strikes again motherfucker <laughs> you gotta watch out all the hot air balloons they could have someone stealing your video game <laughs> it's a man's secret power whenever he downloads something he deletes the original as he's doing it yeah i mean good for him because like yeah that's how you that's the only way you can actually steal data like that is if you delete the original i mean fine cool that's what he maybe that's what happens when you overcome level nine security maybe by the way the way that uh zap logs into the system is very cute uh -huh. he uses a little lightning bug and i yeah. love it True, he does use a lightning bug, but then he proceeds to explode all of the outdoor lights at Yai's house. And it's like, okay, like... Oh. Look, as you do. As, yeah, sure, as you do. I guess as you do when you're, uh, when you're a Lechman. And when you're trying to steal the smiles of all children because you're an evil villain, yeah. it's as you do. Yeah, he, he says it again, stealing the smiles from children. It's like, bro, just say you're stealing this video game. Nope. That's not how he's going to say it. No, it's not. Also, my favorite thing about the kids is mm. that they're up very, very late. Yeah, they're waiting for the game to drop at They're midnight. waiting for the game to be released. What they're doing is they are staring at a clock. Yeah. They're just staring at a blank screen. They're like, oh, wow, I can't wait. I can't wait. And only Dex is asleep. The yeah, rest like, of them no are wonder just he's asleep. Up. All you're doing is staring at a blank screen. I'd fucking fall asleep, too. But yeah, so then midnight hits, the, the like, Yai's whole, like, system goes down, and they're all like, where's the game? Where's the game? And Zap shows up in his fucking hot air balloon, and, like, guess, he just sends out some sort of electricity attack with his guitar that somehow lights Dex's ass on fire. Yes, what happens is he shows up in his balloon. Mm -hmm. He says, It's a showtime! He starts <laughs> playing his electric guitar. The mm -hmm. lights on his balloon light up. Mm -hmm. His electric guitar sends electricity through all of the local surges. Mm -hmm. He trips all the surge plugs and then he catches Dex's ass on yeah, fire. Nobody yeah, else is. You still don't know how the fuck that happens, do you? It's weird. It's. it's it's not very logical. Look, uh, in 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 Dex's language, the the language that only Dex and his family have attached to their souls, it's a showtime means your ass is now on fire. I guess so. He magically willed it. Yeah. So yeah, Dex's uh ass lights on fire, and Yai's like little trios thing has an interesting way of like dealing with fire. Because, like, this fucking glass wall comes down to separate Dex from the rest of the treehouse, and this is supposed to contain the fire, and I guess that means, you know, cutting off the oxygen supply to that part of the treehouse, which... Yep, they're going to cut off the oxygen, they're going to flood it with CO2, and Dex is going to die. <laughs> Uh, but meanwhile, we cut to a like man within the system, and he proves himself to be just as extra and edgy and stupid as his net op. Yes, but but it's fun, and I love a like man that way. Yeah. So and yeah, so Zap is downloading the data for this game, and. and and Alec Man is zapping to the extreme. Mm -hmm. And Yai is, like, yeah, Zap comes up on the green within Yai's treehouse, and she's even like, bro, why are you doing this? And he's just like, because fuck you guys, that's why. Basically. I mean, fair enough. He's, do he's like, stealing the video game just so the kids don't have it. 
Yes. <laughs> and but you know what? The good news is that this time, with Lan being where he is, he is able to plug in to the network and send in Mega Man, and we are prepared to fight from the get-go. Because yep. Lan's able- We have our battleship yeah, ready. Yeah, he's able to just, like, go in and, like, send in battleships immediately. He bisects Elect Man completely, but Zap has his own battleships. He sends down a lightning chip, and the lightning heals Elect Man completely. He is revived. Yeah. They, even and, oh, showed, no. they even showed the bisection in the dub. Like, obviously, it's, like, kind of a little bit blurred with, like, you know, pixely effects and shit, but not. It's definitely. He's still obviously very clearly bisected, which is metal as fuck. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And there was also some line that I, I had, I made a note about like, you know, when Zap was gloating, like Lan goes off about, it's like, oh, you, you, you fucked up now. You got in the way of like children in their video games or something like that. It's like, yeah, duh, yeah. oh yeah, Zap, don't fuck with gamers, I guess. The most depressed of all groups, the gamers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now that I think of it, that dude from Batman Beyond also flew for no reason. Yeah. Um, I also- So Woodman comes into the rescue. Woodman does come into the rescue. I just also made a note when Mega Man goes to attack him with his sword again. Um, Elect Man grabs it, but like the way the shot is, it looks like it's a very- He just very gently and easily grabs sword to stop it. He's not afraid of the sword. <laughs> But yeah, um, Woodman shows up, we finally meet Woodman, and he looks not quite as good as his classic counterpart. Yeah. Like, it's okay, but he's got, like, kind of a weird face with weird lips. But, yeah. Yeah. But he is a good boy. He is, he's a good hero. Uh, when he appears in the dub, does he say anything special? I didn't make a note of him saying anything that particularly caught my attention. Because in the original, he appears and he says, Wood! He, I mean, he might have, but I might have, like, I might not have noted that just because, like, oh, whatever, that's just, like, I don't know, that's just, like... Like, Pokemon rules exactly. that will do that. Speaking of Pokemon rules, though, um, we get a point where uh, Lan is told that you have to fight He's either told by Woodman or he figures it out for himself. I don't remember. I just remember that, that they make a point that you have to fight Electman's electricity with more electricity. And it's like, no, you idiot. You fight electricity with ground. Or yep. perhaps wood. But no, he fights him with another electric sword. I hate it. Yeah. It makes no sense. Uh-huh. Like, because within the episode itself, yeah. the last electric attack healed him. Yeah! No, but no, If I guess if it's a sword... I do not get it. I don't I don't think it works that way in the game, does it? I don't... I don't. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. But meanwhile, while they're fighting a Lechman's ass in uh, the digital world, in the real world... Count Zap suddenly gets his ass handed to him by... By Tuxedo Mask. Yeah, by Tuxedo Mask. Someone who throws a bunch of roses at him to, like, make to like make his wardrobe fall apart. And also, I guess, make him drop the um, PET, PET that he was downloading the game onto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tuxedo Mask absolutely just kicks his ass and then he's like what's happened oh i'll make you on fire <laughs> and then team rocket's blasting off again yeah, he just leaves he he just leaves he just leaves and so and then we find out that tuxedo mask is actually sal yeah yeah the tuxedo mask is sal but when the kids ask who she is she says call me black rose and i'm like oh that's so good it's so good! I mean, her costume could be better. Her costume's oh, really bad. Yeah, I, I also thought to myself, like, uh, you need to, like, jazz up your costume a little bit more, though, if you're gonna be called Black Rose. <laughs> costume is just a maroon cape, okay? It, it's a cape and, like, a... And a With a typical... that she cut eyes into. Yeah, yeah, a typical 
mask. And it's like, yeah, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do a little more work to earn the title of Black Rose, darling. But yeah, she really does. But it's okay because Miu also shows up to talk with her and is about and about like, oh, were you waiting just long enough to see if Lan would be able to fight Count Zap himself? Huh? I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, that was that was really cool. I mean, I was getting real Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune energy there. Yes! Yeah! And it's also, like, a pretty gay moment, too, because they're standing very close I to each other. I just said Sailor Uranus and Sailor Neptune. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she, ta- yeah, she flirtily speaks to Sal while leaning very close to her face, and it's great. I love these lesbians. There's no heterosexual explanation for this. No. The next day, next scene, we go back to Higsby's shop, and everyone is waiting for the game to get the game again, um, or actually get the game this time. But anyway, uh, because they pre-ordered and now they are picking up. Yeah, I guess they're going to get the code to download it off the server. I don't know. Whatever. However, the fuck. if they pick up physical copies, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, we're never. It's never fully explained how the distribution of video games works in this world, anyway. Because Mesa shows up once again, and Land decides to fuck with him by saying that I guess Higsby was flirting with Miss Mari or something. Yes, because Masa says, and I quote, "I swore on this fish that I would never touch a video game or a date." Yes. Yes, he, in the dub, he's like, I, I swear on... Fi-. He's either like, I swear as long as salmon are pink, I would never touch a video game or love. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. But, the, yeah. like, but he goes to fight Higsby, and, like, Miss Mari's not there. And it's just like, no, that was just Lan inciting a force of nature to kill one nerd for his entertainment. Yeah, he was trying to get the stand to beat up Higsby's stand. And, and just for like, all we know, it happened. Yeah. Um, well, hold on. Just, the thing is, just as we're, it seems like the episode is just going to end with, you know, Mesa chasing Lan around for being mad at him for trying to incite a murder. Um, we get Higsby talking to the crowd, but more like us directly, the viewers. He tells us, that he is beginning um, registration for the N1 Grand Prix tournament, and I'm like, oh no, they're foreshadowing the tournament arc. It's coming. No! Who's ready for a tournament arc? Yeah, we're gonna get a tournament arc. I don't even, I don't remember like how far away it is from this episode, but it's happening. Well, yeah, mm, I actually don't remember anything from the tournament arc except for the train full of cut men. I remember one other thing from the tournament arc, and I think it's, I, I remember, like, enough, thi- like, less things than I can count on one hand, because if I recall, we made a note about, like, pretty much skipping most of the fucking tournament arc, except for a few key episodes. So uh, there's yeah, one exactly. thing in particular I really remember, and I do actually look forward to, but I'm not going. I'm not going to spoil that one because that. Right, tell me off air. I, I will tell you off air. But, I feel stupid. I feel like I'm missing something very, very important that I'll feel silly about for forgetting. You probably will, but uh, I'll I'll tell you after this. Um, so all right, very good. yeah. Uh, that's what we're gonna leave you off on for now, listeners. Is yeah. We're getting the tournament arc, baby, and we're going to watch all of it for you. We're going to suffer for you. For you. But until then, the next episode preview has Mr. Match in it, and he's looking, like, particularly handsome. Ooh. Oh, at least we have that to look forward to. Oh! Oh! What? Oh! What? I wanted to say that I noticed something this episode is that I'm pretty sure that this episode has a completely different key animator from the last time that we saw Zap and Alec. Oh, really? 
Yeah, like I noticed that Elec this time around was especially noodly, that Zap's hair was drawn a little bit more bent down and everybody's eyes were a little bit rounder. So I'm like, hey, is this a different key animator? Oh, you know, I did not notice that. So good eyes on you for spotting those Wait, differences. Wait, actually, oh. excuse me, I'm just going to go onto the Mega Man database and see if I'm right. All right, then. While he is going to look into that, we will leave you now for this episode so until next week podcast man logging out